Well, good morning, Sir Cam. Uh, yes, indeed. Good day, Sir Mitchell. How are you? I'm doing well. <sighs> it's the new year. Yeah, I I guess I'm a weird person. I don't really put a whole lot of stock in that. Yeah. For whatever it, that's worth, but it's like most holidays, it's a made up thing, so. <laughs> This is true. Time is a construct. It's been a year since we've been in this position uh, around the sun. So, I mean, I guess you could say that any day, but really. Yeah, that, that's true. You know, but I, I, I mean, yeah, it's New Year, but like, it's also just another Saturday. So that's why we're here. This is true, too. <laughs> yep. You know, I'm more excited that we're that we're back recording than I am that it's a new year. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute, right? Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't uh, we didn't get together on the Christmas edition of the show just because you know I don't think either one of our one of our schedules worked out real well for it. We are going to talk about predictions today, as as we do. So, um, we'll we'll talk about those a little bit later. And I think I think I have a new uh, new format uh, for this year where we can uh, do a little bit better job of keeping track of what we predicted and uh, be able to uh, score it at the end of the year and probably just give give each other a lot of trouble about it so well i'm i'm proud of you for for doing that considering how things went last year so you know. yeah yeah it was it was a mess last year so <laughs> <laughs> um and we'll we'll uh, talk a little bit about that when we get to it here uh in a bit but uh um we finally got some snow i know you you got your first snow of the year right this last week uh, the first snow that stuck. We've had yeah. we've had one or two dustings that the ground wasn't cold mm-hmm. enough yet, but <laughs> everything's frozen now. It oh is, yes, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, it's Siberia out there. So when you say frozen, what uh, what temperature are you talking about? Well, okay, I know I'm going to lose this one because you're from oh, the no. north, but and it's totally fine. But we're we're our our lows have been um, single digits with wind chills and the negatives. Yeah. So. But no, no I, actual negative temperatures, just with wind chill. I got up the other morning, and if I'm, my memory is serving, we were at nine below, uh, just the air temperature, nine below. Yeah, that'll, but, that'll pucker up your uh, nostrils. Yeah, but to put that into context, my, my wife's mom, my mother-in-law, uh, lives up in the Brainerd Lakes area in Minnesota, which oh, yeah. is a couple hours north of the Twin Cities. So it's, it's up there. And uh-huh. everything is flat there too. So when it's windy, it's oh windy. gosh, yeah, like it just uh-huh. everything blows. Uh, her her air temperature, not her, uh, not the feels like temperature or the wind chill, but her air temperature was thirty one degrees below zero. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a yeah, and that what's what's funny to me is like that's still south of ninety five percent of Canada, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so yeah. I have a buddy um that works in uh the pipelines in northern central canada mm-hmm. and when he's out this time of year working on the pipeline it's like negative 30 and negative 40 mm-hmm. outside yep and it just and he's outside working in that yeah like it just blows my mind well, I want to say it was something, something, it was below zero the other day when I was out, uh, clearing snow, uh, out in the drive 
And it's just, as long as you cover the skin, like it usually if you, the wind doesn't get to your skin, you're usually okay. Um, and you get, you get a little bit of that insulation to keep you warm. And I, I'm putting my hands up around my face because that's usually where the gaps are. But seriously, like by the time I got done shoveling snow, I was sweating and what yeah. I had on and it was, it wasn't like I was cold at all. It was just, um, it was just like having the right amount of clothing on. So. Yes, you must be prepared. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. And and I'll tell you, having a remote start on my car is a dream. I got I got out of work the other night. I started the car about 10 minutes before I was leaving work. And because it stays on for 15 minutes and then it automatically shuts off. So I try to time it so that I've got that five minute gap in there to get to the car. But uh so I'm I'd start the car, gets a, the car gets all warmed up. I walk out to the car and it is below zero. I'm not sure what it was. We up here we just call it cold. But, uh, <laughs> but we, I'm walking out to the car and you know, for for anybody that's in a southern climate uh, in the states here or is in a warmer climate in general that doesn't deal with this, if you want to know what it feels like, take about a 20, 220 grit sandpaper and rub it on your face vigorously, and that's about what wind cold wind feels like at that at that uh, at that cold. It's, it can it can feel like it's peeling your face off. But uh, but so I'm walking out to the car and I get I get to my car. And I open up the door and I climb in and it's just like this warm, this warm, uh, like hug I got as I walked in or like climbed into the vehicle and, and, uh, it was just embraced by this, this warm. So it was, it was very good. Did you feel like you were Luke Skywalker being shoved into that nice, warm, dead tauntaun? (laughs) A little bit. Do you know what the temperature it is inside of a tauntaun? I, why are you asking me this question? Because there's no way you can know this. Because they're not real. No, no, it's lukewarm. Oh my god, (laughs) so bad. (laughs) It is such a terrible joke. Oh my god, I walked right into that one. Just (laughs) flat face planted right in there, man. Well played, touche. Well, it it wouldn't be uh, a football season if we didn't uh, just acknowledge at least that uh, my Green Bay Packers are taking on your former uh, Detroit Lions tomorrow. Yeah, have so much fun with that. So you, I'm going to tell you, the Lions have a chance tomorrow because I think the Packers are probably going to play a lot of second string players to save them for the playoffs. Give them a week off. I mean, it was they were already talking about that last week that they would they would bench Rodgers for the game and. So, yeah. So the frustrating thing with the Lions is a few weeks ago, out of nowhere, they beat the Cardinals. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Yeah. They got two wins this year. I mean, that's exciting. And a a tie. Thank you very much. Yeah. So two and a half wins this year. But like, they beat the Cardinals. Uh huh. Which isn't is no small feat. I mean, that's that's point. why that's why I'm saying it's so like mm-hmm. they beat. They have no business. Jared Goff threw like three times. Like it made no sense. Mm-hmm. And then with our starting uh, running back and our starting quarterback out, we dropped twenty nine on the Seahawks. Yeah. Now we gave up 51. So like, let's be fair here, but, but we scored 29 points without our starting quarterback without like, th- they are the most confounding team. 
Yeah. Because again, they will find ways to lose. So no, they're not going to beat the Packers, even though no. they should, if the Packers start a bunch of, you know, second and third string guys, they should. We won't. We'll find a way to lose. Yeah. Because three wins is just, you know, we can't have nice things, Mitch. We just can't. Yeah. Well, the beauty of the show is that I should have it up about five o'clock tomorrow evening. So the game will already be over. So everybody that listens can can uh, know if we were right or wrong about this. I mean, we are doing predictions, so here's mine. The Lions will lose. <laughs> right on. And they will find a unique and sad way to do so. Yay, rebuilds that have been going on for 10 years. Yep. All right. Well, I wanted to start off the show with uh, with a th- just kind of a, a brief topic about, um, like, just a reflection on last year. And I thought uh, one way that it would be kind of interesting to do it is we talked about a lot of tech products last year. And uh, what did you just do? I have a. I was going to try not to comment on that, but all of a sudden you went blue. (laughs) One of my favorite pieces of technology, not from last year. Mm -hmm. I got it in 2020. The Nanlite Pavo tubes that are full RGB and uh, color temperature. Yeah. So they're video lights. I have two of them. They are mm-hmm. glorious. And so I pretend like it's my lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, no one that isn't watching me do this. Don't get yeah. your real lightsaber. Yeah, out we don't, we don't, uh, we don't uh, put the video up. So people don't get the, get the pleasure of seeing this stuff on, on TV, but yeah. Silly Kylo Ren one. Yeah. Well, this is, this is the one that works right now. My other one needs batteries. So you throw temper tantrums like he does uh, sometimes, but I'm not just as destructive. Okay. So before, before we get to the reflection part, uh, yeah, I played an Oculus two last night for the first time Yeah, over at a friend's house and I played beat saber. Are you familiar with this? I am familiar with it. I hear that it is a uh, stupid fun game. It's a ton of fun. And you like the, the the hand controls turn into essentially lightsabers and yeah. like when you you can feel like the in them and when you get them close to each other the hand you get the haptic feedback of like oh my gosh don't don't cross the screens like you feel the energy in them yeah mm-hmm. it's a ton of fun so um that may be happening at some point this year for me yeah i've been i've been tempted by the oculus stuff <laughs> um but uh, but at the same time, like now that Facebook is changing the the name of the device, I've heard. Um, I'm not. I can't remember exactly what it was. I want to say that they they're going with the Meta branding on it, but they're changing the the name. Oculus is such a good name. Why why would yeah. screw that up? I don't know. But but anyway. so they before they let me play Beat Saber, they're like, Cam, mm-hmm. you got it. You got to play Plank. You got to play Plank. And I'm thinking like. Why am I working on my abs? <laughs> this makes no sense. And right. so one of one of the, their sons gets it set up and throws it on my head. It goes, okay, Cam. And I open my eyes and I'm standing on top of a skyscraper in a city with like a two by 10 to walk out on. And I immediately ripped it. I was like, nope, I'm, uh-uh. like, like, I'm not like, why would you do that to me? Would there no warning? And you're just going right. to have me 300 feet in the air. Like, no, Cam, put it back on. You've got to jump off. Like, why would I, why would I do that? I know it's fake. <laughs> I know it's fake. Why would I see what it's like to plummet to my death? That seems like a terrible way to enjoy this technology. Right. And I took it off and I was like, Jojo, put it on beat saber or I'm leaving your house. Like I'm done. <laughs> I won't do this. And I looked right at my friends and I was like, 
now you know I have a thing with heights. You didn't know that before. So I, you know, passed because you didn't know, but I'm scared of heights. So don't ever do that to me again or we won't be friends. And what is the biggest reason for having a scare, scare of, scared of heights or being scared of heights? It's the scare it's of terrible. falling. Well, yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah. it is. And that's what that whole game is, is you have to experience <laughs> falling to your death. And uh, Jojo, one of their sons, was like, yeah, at the end, if it turns red, you go to hell. If it turns white, you go to heaven. And I was like, oh, is that all it takes is the video game just to determine my eternal fate? Thanks, buddy. Put it on Beat Saber. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I bet you they had fun with that one. So, Oh, yeah, they were, they were all cracking up, especially at my... Like initial, like, oh, get it off my, like, <laughs> like my physical, like, oh, no, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I've often thought that the, the real, uh, the real draw of those games is to be able to do like an in world, um, like being able to go to an event or a, a location and do like, re- just record being there, you know, for people that can't do a lot of vacationing you know, to have, have something where like, if I, if I want to experience what it is like to go to say the Lou and, and, uh, and look at paintings and, and stuff like that, to be able to like control my, my experience going through this museum that I'm likely never going to ever go to and, and just have that glimpse into what it's like to, to peruse one of these places. Um, you know, to go to the, uh, you know, to go to, to anywhere, really, you know, I've always wanted to go to Scotland, but let's say, you know, go through one of the big castles in Scotland and see, you know, just be able to walk through it. And even though it's not real and you're not really there, they, the video is real. It feels like you're there. You know, I think it'd be, I think that for me, that's what the Oculus would do that, that I would really be uh, down for is just being able to have those experiences. Mm-hmm. So all right, I sorry, would, I, der- I derailed us, but I would love to. I would love to go back to Galaxy's Edge vertical or uh, virtually sometime. Yeah. That would be fun. That'd Maybe. be super cool if they had like a lightsaber duel game that you could do. Yeah, and what would be? Oh, there is a there is a Galaxy's Edge game that you can go to a a version of the Galaxy's Edge and do missions and all that kind of stuff. But and it's fairly close to what the parks are like as far as its layout. But uh, but I think it just really really be cool to go to the actual park and like if if i could go online and you could go online and we could go like walk through together that would be that would be even cooler so it'd be fun share play (laughs) yeah something like that so all right so what's your favorite uh tech purchase of uh 2021 so i have to um i have to ask for your official opinion on this all right you're looking for my ruling okay yes you're ruling yes (laughs) Welcome to daytime TV with Judge Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a gavel right now, oh I have a hammer gosh. behind me, but you, I don't you know, it. you know that your judge's gown would have a Jedi hood on it, right? Oh, like we can all agree on this. Okay. Thank you. Here Here's my gavel. <laughs> I need, I need show art with Mitch in a, in a judge's Jedi. <laughs> Anyways, um, that'd be great. Uh, does my car count? Because I found out last night that theoretically I can start it from my phone, which I've not tried yet, but I figured it out last night that I could. So does my, does my BMW 328i count? 
It has Bluetooth. I can start it from my phone. That's that is a, that a is computer a, inside fa- of it. A fascinating uh, possibility, but because I really want to hear what your other one is. Because you want um, to be right. <laughs> That's what it is. I do have a guess. But uh, hey, what, what do you think I, my other one is? But I, I will allow the BMW to go through, but I, I'm also probably going to talk about more than one thing um, in, in the decision-making process that I had. But... Um, but the BMW definitely I'll, I'll, I'll allow, but, uh, I, th- I was pretty sure that you were going to point out your iPad mini. Oh yeah. That's the other one. hundred percent, hundred percent. But my, my love for my automobile is mm-hmm. exponentially greater than it is for the, the iPad mini as great as the iPad mini is. Um, in fact, last night I used my iPad mini to discover that I could connect my phone to my car. So they are in, entwined as it were, but yeah, no, uh, the iPad mini is lovely. I use it all the time. I use it to teach. I use it to read. I use it to crush some Sudokus. Like it's just, it is, um, I have no, nothing on the home screen, mm-hmm. just the, the dock. And that's it. It's clean. It's tiny. It fits in one hand. It's, easy to put in a bag. Um, I use it in multiple different cases or not, not like physical cases, like um, use cases. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a wonderful little machine. I love it very much, but my goodness, the pleasure I get out of driving my vehicle is like, there's, there's uh, we have a few Starbucks in town and I don't really, <clears throat> I don't really go to coffee shops very much anymore. Cause I can make everything at home now that I have an espresso machine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I can't justify going somewhere to pay for coffee when I can do it, you know, everything yeah, at home, but, hot or cold. But when you need to pay $5 for a mediocre cup of coffee, there, they, there's a place for that. <laughs> well, I, I really only get cold brew from Starbucks. I don't really get lattes or any of the foofy stuff. So it's only mm-hmm. like three or $4. But um, when I, I, I can drive through town to get to Starbucks or I can drive 15 minutes into the country, cross the river at a bridge north of town and drive 15 minutes back through the country to go there. Mm-hmm. I go that route because yep. the road is nice and windy and it's like 50 miles an hour and it's in the country and it's right by the river. And there's, you drive through the state park sort of. So like, it's just picturesque. I'm like, I could drive eight minutes through town and deal with red lights and traffic and soccer moms. Mm-hmm. Or I could put my car in sport mode and go enjoy the curvy roads in the country. <laughs> and it's quite a great way to go get a cup of coffee, I must say. So I have a version of that. Um, I have two different ways to get to work. One is going out on the freeway, taking the freeway up. And then the the store that I work at is just off the freeway. Or there's another country road that I can take. It takes about 10 minutes longer to go that way. And I have to go through town um, in the, in the, the town that I work in. And so as I go through, or as I take that route, it takes me a little longer, but it is prettier. And I'm like the only guy on the road when I'm, when I'm driving that way, or one of like three people that, that I see while, while driving. Isn't that so and, nice? And it's so nice. Uh-huh. And, and the Jeep, the Jeep has really helped me to settle in and just appreciate driving again. You know, I don't feel rushed. Um, I, I think it's funny when, uh, when people are passing me, especially when Jeeps pass me is like, dude, the point of your vehicle is to enjoy the, the journey. 
<laughs> it's like it's like slow down and enjoy the journey man it's good but do they give you the jeep salute when they pass you <laughs> you know what's funny is it's like i like we joined a cult when i bought mm-hmm. my jeep it's like true. yeah i i want i will be we'll just pull into somewhere and all of a sudden we've got like fast friends who just wail oh, hey how do you like your vehicle oh it's great thanks you know <laughs> <laughs> I found out one of the guys I work with has a, has a renegade as well. And so, uh, so we're walking out to the car and we're like, dude, you have a renegade. And he's like, yeah. It's like, how do you like it? Oh, I love it. You know, I got this and that and the other thing in it. And I was like, oh, I got this trim kit. And you know, it's, it's just, just funny. Uh, we bonded over our Jeeps. Yeah. It's like, you're in the cult for sure. But like, mm-hmm. I don't think you're like a Bishop or a Cardinal. Cause you don't have a Wrangler you know what i mean <laughs> like you're just you're just a congregant but if you have a wrangler then you're like elder elder clergy you know <laughs> they think they're better than everybody else and it's like your car is made out of aluminum foil and your roof is made out of cloth why are you driving it in zero degree weather it makes no sense <laughs> yeah that's one reason why i, I don't know that i would go with a wrangler just because it, it i can't yeah, imagine toys. terribly practical up here uh-uh yeah, it's like and like oh, well, I can take my cars off my door or you my doors off my car. There we go. It's like yeah. why my my doors have airbags in them. I want to <laughs> keep them on at all costs. Right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, favorite tech products for me uh, for the year tech purchases and quite honestly, I was going to go back and look and I probably should go back and make sure that I bought these this year. I had to do that. Um, I went through like my Amazon, my B and H photo, my apples. I'm yeah. like, what actually did I get this year? Well, I know that I bought this this year. So um I I think I bought it this year. So I just want to double check it and make sure that I did. So I've got to filter my stuff to 2021. Apply. I know that I bought it on Amazon, so gotta wait for it to load. There we go. Oh, there's one more thing in there that I should I should just mention. But I want to make sure that these Oh, it's not on here. Oh, no, there it is. Okay, never mind. So, um there were two things that I bought. I'm going to throw a third one in there just because it's kind of a tech product, but uh, but it was just it's just a thing. But um but the biggest the biggest thing that I purchased this last year that I absolutely love and I have appreciated more and more and more as the year has gone, and I hope this surprises you a little bit, my AirPods Max. <laughs> I know you think these things are terrible and they're expensive and, and, and they're definitely on the expensive I don't side. Think they're terrible. I think they're but, silly but they are so nice. And I, and I hear, I hear like audiophiles crack on them about, Oh, well they, they don't sound perfect in this. I have not had a single issue with the way that they've sounded. I have cranked several styles of music in these things. I, you know, it seems a little overkill to listen to podcasts in them, but, um, but they're so like, when you get the spatial audio, uh, it's just so good um I, I like it a lot so these this would be my probably my overall pick for favorite tech product that i bought this last year a very close second is my new apple watch so i love this thing this, it's so nice and it's i have the seven right it's a seven yeah. yeah so i've really it's really transformed um a lot of what i've done uh because of the always on display 
you know, I, the fact is I, and I talked about this, I think last time we got together is that, um, the always on display has made it so that I don't have, I turned off the raise to wake. So it's not waking up every time my wrist makes a certain movement. So now, and I'm getting like crazy battery, battery life out of it. Oh, yeah, I, I would imagine. Yeah. I can easily get about 24 hours out of it, which, um, which just like, I wouldn't have even imagined being able to get that. I'd have been happy with like 16 hours before mm-hmm. just so I can get it between getting up in the morning and going to bed at night on a long day. But, uh, but man, I, to get this kind of battery life out of this device is amazing. And the O2 yeah, nice. sensors in it, they're the, uh, is it the blood oxygen um uh that that's been good for me just because my asthma came back through the all this covid stuff so just being able to monitor like how things are going overnight and um when i'm working at work you know if am i dropping as i'm working harder and stuff like that and it's just been really nice to be able to to monitor those things and and make sure that like there aren't consistent issues um and I found that found that for the most part, like if there is anything that I need to be paying some attention to is maybe some sleep apnea. So, um, which if I lost some weight, I probably would be doing okay with that. Um, but, uh, the one thing I did want to just kind of throw in here because I'd forgotten, <clears throat> forgotten that there was a, a, a purchase this last year. Uh, I talked about the go cube, that Rubik's cube, that connected Rubik's cube I bought this last year. Oh yeah. 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 Dude, th- that thing is cool. Like it just, <laughs> I I can't tell you how many times I just leave it in my bag now because there's so often when, when I'm, you know, sitting somewhere like, uh, you know, maybe we've got some downtime at the church uh, in between stuff, or, um, we did a prophecy conference this last year that required minimal amount of, of, uh, administration on my part. So I literally would sit there and like solve the Rubik's cube. I think I solved it like five or six times that day. Just, just because I, I didn't really have anything to keep my, my mind busy. And I, I listen better if I have something else going on. Otherwise I lose my, I, my attention is gone. If I, if I have one thing to pay attention to, it's just the way I work. So to have that, to just kind of fiddle with, um, while I'm, while I'm listening to something or whatever, it was just, it was just cool. It, it, it was very useful to me. So, so yeah. Um, I go with the Air, AirPods Max overall for my favorite purchases this year. But also keep in mind, I didn't have any major um, like computer or iPad purchases last year either. So uh, everything that I've got here is, is it was before 2021. So um, so most of what I most of what I bought this last year has been wearables. So there you go. Cool, cool. <clears throat> By the way, I have an AirTag coming. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What's funny is I have my keychain here, and I already updated the keychain, but there's a hold. <laughs> there's a hole for my Air AirTag because it's been taking my AirTag a while to get here. So, but yeah, I switched off of the um, the KeySmart um, keychain that I was using that had the tile built into it. Um, partially because of partially because I don't keep it charged. And the other, other part is because of tile getting bought by life 360. Like I'm not really interested in giving them any more data. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Well, I think we're ready for predictions. Oh boy. 
All right. Well, so just to kind of give the listeners an idea of how we're doing this, uh, I split this up into uh, technically three categories with a fourth category that we're going to talk about later. Um, that is going to be, I don't know that I'm, I was kind of on the fence as to whether or not to score this category. Um, just because I, just because of the spirit of the, the, uh, category. So, but I have the split up as, um, like mobile devices. So iPhone, iPad, uh, iOS, uh, iPad OS, you know, what kind of predictions we have in that space. Uh, what I didn't want to do is like come up with like, Hey, here's 10 predictions for just this one space. So, um, we're going to break that into three predictions for, for that, uh, three predictions for computers. So Macs, uh, like your iMac, MacBooks, Mac pro, you know, those sorts of things. So three, uh, three predictions for that, uh, three predictions for, uh, wearables for this year. Um, I, I mentioned that I wasn't sure what we wanted to do for AR or VR. Um, do we want to put that into the wearables category? Or do we want to break that out? Yeah, okay. I did. So on your I, face. So. And I have not um looked at yours yet. Uh, I'm still filling mine in. <laughs> Cuz uh I didn't realize we were going to fill it fill in the bracket before beforehand but oh well um, there's no way I would have remembered mine had I not written them down. Okay. So I was just going to go off the cuff cuz you know I'm a bad podcaster I guess. I don't know. Um <laughs> I still don't have all my iPhone ones um, filled in yet here, but I did have a couple of things that I was looking for uh, this year. But hmm, I'm going to think about the wearables category and add a AR VR thing in there. Maybe we'll see. Um, but the fourth category that I put in there is what I'm just calling our, our moonshot. Uh, if uh, you know, if we could have one thing announced this year that we would want to see, uh, what would that be? Now it wouldn't, wouldn't, doesn't have to be realistic necessarily. Um, that's why I kind of wanted to keep it from being, um, keep it from being scored because this isn't something that I think is going to happen this year, but, uh, but it's something that we would just love to see happen this year that, you know, it was just kind of a moonshot. It's kind of, you know, wish casting in a sense. So makes sense. Yes. Do we have a name for our predictions? Um, well, last year we, we had a, a really long name. I think it was something along the lines of, uh, the non-scored, uh, what was it? Non-scored, non-competitive, uh, annual prediction show that is totally scored and totally, uh, competitive. <laughs> But I think we'll we'll bypass the huge the long title and just let's just call it our annual predictions. I don't think we need anything. Maybe organically we'll come up with a name. The predicties. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Annies are already taken. I don't know if you've listened to the uh, um, uh, connected from this last week yet. Not yet. Yeah. We could call them the pickies. The pickies. I think that's taken too. Uh, all right, predicties. It is the predict until we come up with a better name. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. I'm just going to put that on the show document here because I'm never, I'm never going to remember that. Uh, predicties. All right. So let's go ahead and get the predicties started. Do you want to lead off the, uh, the mobile, the iPhone, iPad, iOS, 
an iPad OS section, and I'm going to open up the back here so I can see your predictions. Surely. All right. My first prediction is that this year, Apple will announce an iPhone Pro Mini. So they'll have the Max, the regular, and the Mini all Pro this year. My prediction. I'm sorry. So right now you can get an iPhone oh, the 13 iPhone. Pro or IT yep. iPhone 13 Pro Max. This year you'll be able to get an iPhone 14, an iPhone 14, or sorry, an I 14 Pro, 14 Pro Max, or a 14 Pro Mini, a smaller version of the Pro. But but with the okay. Pro, so the good camera system, all of the the things that make it a Pro, just in a mini format. All right, so you're so. Basically, you're saying that the that you're we're gonna have a mini pro, yes, or a pro mini, yes. Okay, I'm thinking iPhone Mini Pro is gonna be the name. This is gonna be a terrible name for it. But, well, or if, if they do I've mini pro, pro mini, and pro max, I'm gonna I'm gonna insist pro. that everyone at Apple get fired who names pro stuff. pro mini. Yeah, that makes yeah because it's mm-hmm. I mean, their naming's already bonkers, and if they would do that, I would like what is life? Why are we even here? <laughs> Let's just end it all. So I went the way of talking a little or starting with uh, with a prediction on for iOS and iPad OS is that there's going to be more widget integration or more widget interaction. So um, we'll, we'll be able to do a little bit more with the widgets instead of it basically opening up the app, the app to mm-hmm. um, to allow us to like if it's a like a music thing do you know we tap the play button but the play button was really just a link that sends you into the app mm-hmm. to start the audio so i actually i really like that pick because this would be the third version of ios with the new widgets and so it mm-hmm. feels like absolutely the right time for there to be some growth in mm-hmm. the the new the newer widget style so i'm i'm actually one i really like to pick and two i'm kind of mad i didn't, I didn't <laughs> Well, this is the first the first thing I thought of when it came to iOS because to me, iOS it it seems like they introduce something the next year they don't really have much of an iteration on it, but then your third year with that with that product there seems to be a little bit more like iteration on that concept. So, yeah. so yeah, so more widget interaction. All right, my next prediction is that the next version of iOS will include more feature-rich shortcut actions for Apple's apps, like notes and reminders and calendar, like the default apps. Because uh, mm-hmm. right now, um, Apple is not doing a great, great job of showing developers, you know, great uses of shortcuts actions. Even though Apple is a million percent behind shortcuts, they moved to the Mac, even though that's a whole other thing. But like, the, the shortcuts actions that are provided for reminders and notes and photos are just abysmal um, mm-hmm. compared to what they could be. And so I think uh, my prediction is that they Apple will finally step up to the plate and um, provide many more uh, shortcut actions for their default apps. So if there's a, and I'm going to, I'm going to like totally let this go, but if there's a problem that I have with this is it's a little bit vague um, <laughs> to say more feature rich. 
Um, but what I'll what I'll do that I'm not gonna like they would not allow on connected. Uh, I'm gonna let you score that one when we come around to scoring it. If it if that you feel like they've they've met the spirit of this uh, of this prediction, um, I'm good with that. So how about I just say more axe shark at actions? <laughs> you could you could simplify it down, but there we go. I don't, I'm gonna be mad at myself later, but in the spirit of sportsmanship i will say they will include more shortcut actions for their apps i mean and ultimately you're gonna know if if what they did this year satisfied that you know i i know that when you when you talk about like and i think you know when connected does their their stuff they will argue the the letter of the Mm -hmm. of, of the uh the pick i'm fine to to say well there's a spirit behind this pick um, as long as it satisfies the spirit of the pick, I, I can be okay with it. So. Well, you are as gracious as you are bearded, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's getting there. I don't, I'm getting I'm getting to the point now. I was thinking about trimming it down, but anyway, it's not it's not warming up yet. So I'll, I keep the beard. All right, I'm going to say that. Yes, uh... <laughs> <laughs> read this one. <laughs> this is so good. There's a new method for. Oh, sorry, I read the third one. Sorry, okay. never mind. There's a, a new method for customizing the home screen. So, yeah. um, I'm leaving this open a little bit because I'm not sure how this is going to work. But I was really intrigued by this idea that uh, that um, Federico had about there being an app that would actually allow that would provide um, like system wallpapers and icon customization and that they were going to add like an app store to for for custom icons and um you'd be able to buy wallpapers and and different things like that that (laughs) would uh that would make the whole idea of customizing the iphone um home screen uh more fluid and give a lot more options for that so um I don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but I think they're going to do something to push that whole customization forward. Does that make sense? Yeah. That's one of those. (laughs) It's one of those. We'll know if we see it, but yeah, he's been, he's been wanting this for a while. So, and for the record, my, my belly laugh earlier is for your next pick. Just the way that you wrote it is so good. It's perfect. Cause it's 100% going to be true. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and hit your next pick there. All right. Since they launched the iPad Pro with the M1 chip in it last year, it only makes sense to me that the next rev of the iPad Pro this year would include M1 Pro and M1 Max chipsets. So that is my prediction that this year, the 2022 iPad Pros will come with the options to have the M1 Pro or the M1 Max in them. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just going to tell you. We shall see. But we'll see. Yep. So I I have a prediction down down the list here about uh about chips that will maybe we'll we'll uh, refer to this when we get down there. So All right. Uh my next pick, the one that uh that got the belly laugh was uh the iPhone will come in orange. But maybe not called orange, <laughs> and that's the yeah. part that got me because one hundred percent it will not just be called orange. <laughs> be called so, like faded red or some, you yeah. know. 
bird umber. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But but it will be orange. So and I don't I think it's I would lean towards it being in the pro line. Um it'll be one of the like uh ocean blue or you know the midnight green. Um, but it'll be a an orange, a version of orange. Um I think I think the pick holds if it's uh if it's a brighter orange in the uh in the regular line and just the iPhone 14. But uh but we're gonna see an orange iPhone this year. It's it's been too long. That and this is not an upgrade upgrade year for me, so they're they're gonna stick it to me and give me do the orange <laughs> phone a non-upgrade year. There it is. So all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the script here and I'm gonna start the Mac and Mac uh um the Mac predictions just so just okay. to be fair. Um and I'll let you lead the the wearables. But uh I'm I well I think the Mac Pro is gonna get introduced this year. And I and I noticed that you had that in there as well, which I uh, mine didn't talk worded, about. Mine is worded differently on purpose. Yeah. So so the uh I think we're gonna see the new Mac Pro introduced this year. Um I'm on the fence about whether or not it's gonna be shipped this year. Um you know what? Just to further differentiate it from yours, I'm gonna say it's gonna be shipped this year. So I think the timing on this is gonna be um I think the timing on this is gonna be uh right for that because I, I have a feeling we'll see that a dub dub so oh this 2022 that's terrible should learn english better you shipped in 2022 all right that's better all right any thoughts well i'm just gonna i'm gonna change my order to match yours here i say okay. the new mac pro will be mentioned not necessarily shown, certainly not shipped. It will be mentioned. So, so I'm taking the risk here. Yeah, for sure. 100%. We both, we both get the point. If, if you're right, I'm right. If yeah. I'm right, you're not necessarily right. right. So I'm taking all, I'm taking all the, uh, the risk on this one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, that's why I said mine is worded differently on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like it will be mentioned. Well, I'm, I'm good with taking some risk here. Right. Um, we are going to see the new iMac this year, the bigger iMac. Um, I'm going to say just from just based on rumors, I think it'll stay at a 27 inch. So I'm going to take I put 30 inch in here as well, but I think I'm going to take that out of there. Um, and I'm going to add something to this. It will be called the iMac Pro. So. New 27-inch iMac will be iMac Pro. Okay. Up up the uh, risk factor on that just a little bit. (laughs) I say that we will see a new iMac, and they will have, or it will have, the M1 Pro and M1 Max chipset as options. Okay. I'm not going to pick size or name. Okay. I'm going to go with the, the internals. The new, the new version of the IMAX this year will have the Pro or the Max chipset as options. Changing my next pick. I think the MacBook's going to come back this year. 
not the air, not the pro, just the. It makes way more sense to me that they that they take the air and either eliminate it or make it or make oh, it, don't say that or make it a step up but but basically they just drop the air off it doesn't change the the device that they're going to come out with but with with the rumors of them being uh multiple colors and everything like that i think it makes sense that they go back to the standard macbook because there is no macbook in the line it's a macbook air macbook pro um i think they can just go back to just the good old fashioned macbook and and uh i think the naming is what i'm what this pick is about it's not so much that they're coming out with a separate device but that there's going to be a device named macbook interesting i love my macbook air i love the one i had before this one great little computers my last pick in the mac category is that universal control will finally actually ship. <laughs> well, I think I think that has a chance to happen in some time between now and December 31st. I I'm I'm a little concerned honestly that it's going to go the way of uh air power and just yeah. never ship um because they announced it at WWDC and it's been six and a half months and it still hadn't shipped. So uh we'll see. That that is my Mac OS pick here is that universal control will finally ship. Not that I really want it or see the use case for it, but I had to have three picks. So that's, <laughs> that's what I came up with. I, I would like it just for the sake of having it. Because I think that there's going to be an occasional use case for it, but we shall see. I don't know. But it I feels think, like, I, it feels like share play to me. Like, okay, cool technology yeah. trick, but not for me. Yeah, I think that's the that's the issue with it is that it it's an occasional thing, you know. I how many people have like two computers next to each other on their desks, you know? And there's 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 people that do. I, I totally totally expect that, but um, it does kind of allow for you to not use Sidecar with an iPad, but be able to Which just never move use. the cursor over. Yeah, I, I've used it a couple times just to try it, but, um, but to have that uh, that device um, off to the side and just be able to move the cursor over there and you know click stuff around and then move back might be a nice convenience for some people. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's a if it's one of those things that I really necessarily want or need. But all right. Let's get into wearables, and I'm going to let you lead wearables. So, All right. AR glasses announced, but don't ship in 2022. But don't ship in 2022. Okay. Yes, they are. So they are announced. All right. So I want to help you out with this one because um, AR glasses, um, are you talking about things that go on your face? Like VR or AR or a mixed reality headset? I'm just... So AR augmented reality is mixed reality. Like I specifically chose AR and not VR because I don't think they're gonna, Apple's going to do VR. I think they're going to do AR because of all the stuff they did with the iPad and augmented reality stuff there with, you know, the the metal chip and all that sort of stuff. So if they ship VR glasses or goggles, I'm wrong. Yeah. If they announce VR, I'm wrong. You're wrong. It has to be augmented or mixed reality. 
Okay. For me to be right. I'm, I might put mixed reality in there just so that we don't argue about this. And They're the same thing. They mean the exact same thing. Well, so if I have a pair of glasses that can do something, you know, to put an overlay on there, is that augmented reality? Yeah. Cause you're changing what you, what <laughs> right. you can only see that it's augmenting what's real. It's changing it. Correct. But it can't, it can't opaque in front of my eyes and I can play a game on it. Right. That would I, be I always reality. see through it. Yes. So, so my understanding of mixed reality is that you have a headset that you cannot see through, but has cameras on the outside so that you can, you can, if you want to see what's going on outside the, outside your your glasses all right fine i'll change it i'm just trying to make sure that that uh, you don't end up that we're we're specific about this all right there we go change has been made all right i'm mad about it now but i'll probably be really happy about it i'm so glad (laughs) because i don't think they're gonna do like a glasses i think they're going to do some kind of headset that you're not going to be able to see out of without cameras on it all right then i'm gonna change glasses to headset just so we don't have to deal with that Look at me. Yep. I think the, back. the rumor, the rumor with the glasses was always uh, that they were shooting for 20, 2023 or 2024 for um, like glasses that we could wear on our face that we could see stuff, you know, that would be have like an overlay on them. So. Which it's going to be really hard not to like snap one a pair of those up right away. <laughs> I've been wanting that for a very long time. So. And, and the concept of having a car windshield that has an overlay, imagine getting rid of all the dials on your, on your dashboard and it all going up onto the windshield. That could, that could be really I don't cool. Know. I think it, I think it would be really cool. Also <laughs> your Somebody... speedometer brought to you by Frito-Lay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, but I think what would be cool is somebody posited, and it might have even been on Connected, about the concept of um, having, you know, I think it was on MacBreak Week this last week. They were talking about the concept of having a um, windshield that had the overlay on it. So you could see, like, if you had directions, there was an arrow in front of you showing you where, where you needed to go, showing you the turn. Like, it was much more specific. But when if you drove at night it would overlay like a uh, like an infrared image or something like that. So you could see more of, of your surroundings than what your headlights were allowing you to see. So you could, you could see like if there's a deer outside of your outside of your view, outside of the mm-hmm. headlights that you could see that down the road further and it could pull up a, like a warning signal to let you know that there was something in the road. You know, I think that something like that would be really cool walking venison to your right (laughs) so anyway um i'm gonna say there's the the new apple watch this year is not gonna be a redesign there's been some rumors about the the squared off corners just not making it this last year that they might want to do that this year i think that it's it's totally against apple's uh um like typical rhythm to do a even just a slight redesign one year and then a big redesign the next year i think they'll flow with this current this current design at least through this next year so no watch redesign interesting because i think the new watch will be thinner 
So the eight will be thinner than the seven. So if prediction, if, if it looks identical, but it's a little thinner, mm-hmm. that's still don't think that's a redesign. Oh, that's fine. You can. Mm-hmm. Mm, we might have to save that debate for when we okay. score these. All right. Sounds good. All right. Your next pick, sir. I, I, my next pick was thinner Apple watch. I, I changed the order. Oh, you changed the order. Okay. So right. that I can match your pick. Yes. All right. Thinner Apple Watch. And we'll right. save the fight about whether or not that's a redesign for later. <laughs> um, the new AirPods Pro will release this year and will have some kind of lossless audio support. And so you're just talking about these AirPods Pro, right? The little white earbuds. Yeah, I mean, there may be a redesign to them or something like that, but the product that is called the AirPods Pro will have some kind of lossless audio support. Not sure what that's going to look like yet. There's some there's some debate as to what uh, what Apple has built into their phones right now that they could use because Bluetooth won't support it. But uh, there's some talk about near-field communication possibly, um, or not near-field, wideband um the wideband uh, chip being able to support um, sending data that's at a, a higher bit rate than uh, Bluetooth can. So uh-huh. it might be some either pairing of the two or um, totally moving to the wideband uh, chip to um, support lossless audio. So at least they're going to claim lossless audio. (laughs) Whether or not the the techies are going to going to argue about it, or of course they will. Whatever, Um, they're going to audio files. Audio, yeah, audio files always have to be right, and the companies always have to be wrong. It's just part of being in that cult. All right. So my third one, I had to get rid of because it already exists. So. I have to come up with a wearable prediction oh, on the spot. You said, here. you said the Beats released a product that's comparable yeah, to their. It already exists. Yeah, it, already exists. it does. I didn't know that because I don't pay attention to Beats. I was, I was like, literally, I was like, I have to have three. So it's uh, Beats. Sure, they. I haven't heard anything from them in five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turns out, I just haven't been paying attention. Um, oh gosh, I on. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I made an Apple Watch prediction. I made a headset I, prediction. I know what you should say just to needle me, but what, no AirPods Max update. <laughs> Fine, or, one of us will be better, right. One of, or better yet, they cancel the AirPods Max. Yeah, I'll find. I'll say no AirPods <laughs> Max update. There we go. One of us will get a point. One of us won't. So that makes my last pick an AirPods Max update. So I don't know if they'll call it an Air, AirPods Max 2 or there'll be some kind of update to the, the new over-the-ear headphones. AirPods Max Pro. Pro Max. Pro Max. They're not going to call it that. It's just going to be the, the AirPods Max second generation or something like that. V2. All right. So those are our predictions nine of them mm-hmm. and we can't end on nine because it's not an even number yep so i'm i'm gonna so, throw this out there do you want to score the moonshot i think the moonshot should be worth 
double the points. So you want two points for yes, moonshot? We should have two points. Okay. So let me go ahead and are you gonna put that in there? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, is I I didn't want it to become like a like a oh I've got to figure something out that they're gonna do this year. Um, I really want to know, but that's the thing is it's not, you get that, you get the extra point because you, what you wanted, they didn't think they would do. They actually did. Mm -hmm. So like it, the, the the spirit of the pick should be, they're probably not going to do this, but this is really what I want. And then if you get it, you're like, Oh, I got it. And I get an extra point. And that's probably going to be what determines the winner. Yeah. Oh man. I got to come up with it. I feel like there's added pressure now because there's points involved. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, I'm not changing my moonshot now that there are points involved. Because yep. I have said this multiple times on this show, and I will keep wishing for it until it happens. And my moonshot is if they ship an iPad with an M1 Pro or Max, they better also ship Logic or Final Cut for iOS. Please, please do it. The fact that you haven't yet is annoying. So that's my moonshot. Hmm. And if I get it, I will take those two points and dance a little jig. All right. I think I got one that is out there, but not uh, totally out there. I, what I want to say is, is say something about the glasses, but I know that those aren't rumored to come for another couple of years. So I, yeah, I can't say that. So the IMAX, the new IMAX, oops, let me try this again. New IMAX. All right. So what I'm putting in here is the new IMAX, and I'm thinking mainly like the 27-inch IMAX Pro, uh, will come in a variety of colors. Now, here's my thought behind this. The the IMAX came out with um, the rainbow of colors. Um, the, the MacBook or MacBook Air is rumored to come out with the variety of colors that that they're going to come out with. What I want to see personally, because us, you know, I'm a, I'm not going to group myself in as a pro, but pros are. It's not like they don't like color, you know. The, even though they always give them like space silver gray and, and space gray, you know. Yeah, um, I think that there's going to be some color in the line. Now, I'm going to probably regret this. But this does not include black. So <laughs> if if they come out with uh, silver and space gray and then a black or silver and a black or something like that, that's not a variety of colors. When I when I say colors, I mean reds, oranges, yellows, you know, and, and I think they could do it in a way that would be really cool that let's say the. um like the iMac, the current iMac comes with this really bright orange, for instance. How about the the iMac Pros come in a more burnt metallic orange that just has a deeper, darker look to it, and it looks more like mm, I'm the I'm the iMac Pro, you know, kind of like the difference between the silver and the space gray. To me, they could do something like this that would just be way cool. And I think uh, pros would would in, would enjoy. So that's my spirit behind my moonshot. Is I really want to see more colors available for the pro models of uh, Max. Interesting. 
because I don't think they're going to actually do this. Yeah, but, that, that's kind of my thought on this. Is like, but I, was, but I really wanted this because this would show that this the company doesn't think pro pros are like emotionless drones somewhere that can own that only like silver and space gray. You know, and I think that they would sell a lot of computers if if they could get colors in that line. So we'll see. All right. You know it's going to be really funny when they announce the new 27-inch iMac with colors and it's not labeled Pro. <laughs> You're going to be so mad. No, I didn't put Pro in the moonshot. I just said the well, new. Well, I can't see the moonshot because you're still editing it. Oh, sorry. No, um, but in your description, you said Pro about 75 times. Yeah, but I'm leaving it open. You know, I, I'm saying I'm put. Then that's not a moonshot. No, yeah. new IMAX will come. They already come in colors. Of course, the new ones will. No, uh-uh. oh, it has oh, to I'm say not... pro. It has to say pro. Uh, otherwise, right. I will not allow it. New. Let's let's put this qualifier on it. Because I'm 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 not <laughs> I'm not certain about new MacBooks will come in silver. That's my moonshot. <laughs> what is say, this? New large format. No. Uh. Uh-uh. All right, so new 27-inch IMAX will all come in a variety of colors. Or will Bush come. League. That is Bush League. Will come in a variety of colors. I will not stand for this. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, put, I'm putting it on the line to say they're going to Mac Pro and in a pickup above. So? So this, so here, this is a moon. It is worth two points, Mitch. <laughs> so I got to. These would be twice as risky, is what you're saying. You're oh, saying fine, that fine. they're going to take what they've already done to the current Isla IMAX and do it to the bigger ones. That's <laughs> there's nothing risky about that. You know, I was going to start calling it the iPad, and now I'm just going back to the iPad. <laughs> let the pettiness begin (laughs) new imax (laughs) pro will come in a variety of colors there i case closed all right i get that wrong but just because the pro name didn't show up i'm gonna be so mad at you well it's a moonshot dude (laughs) the whole point is that it has to be not likely that's why you get the extra point all right fine all right. Well, what's delighting you today, Cam? The fact that I got you to put pro in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, though, um, uh, like six weeks ago, mm-hmm. this coming Monday, we found out that our company was shutting down the entire innovation office, which was the office that I was in. Mm-hmm. And uh the chief innovation officer of our company called an all hands fit like in 15 minutes, all hands meeting mandatory. I'm like, Oh, that's never good. Mm-hmm. He's like, all right, here's the deal. The company is shutting down the innovation office. Today's my last day. Uh, a lot of you are about to get laid off. Uh, some of you will be kept and moved to other positions within the company. Um, if you're getting laid off, Friday's your last day. Also, <laughs> like, I know it was just Thanksgiving, but <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um <clears throat> And so a lot of people got laid off. I did not, um, which was a blessing. But for the last six weeks of work, I've really just been waiting. 
Mm-hmm. Like I've had work to do, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for where they were going to move me in the company, what my new job was going to be. You know, I had a couple interviews and that sort of stuff. And finally, yesterday, I finally got the offer for what they're moving me to and, and all of that. So it's just been, it's been a lot of waiting. Mm-hmm. And they initially thought that they were going to lay off like however many people and reassign the rest of us within like a week or two which I thought was hysterically wrong. I'm like, how, how are you going to do all that? Like, this is a giant corporation, right? We move at the speed of, of molasses. Like this is, it, it was laughably um, naive to think mm-hmm. that they could pull that off. Uh, so lo and behold, we go through the entire month of December. And finally, yesterday I, I received my, my offer for my new position in the new different organization within the company. So I feel relieved and continually blessed. And I'm just happy to know um, that this team wants me, sees my value, sees the potential I have to, to bring to this new team in this new area. So I am uh, Monday should be fun because it's just dive right in the deep end and, meet a bunch of new people and figure out all their processes and projects. And, you know, so lots of learning will be had in the next couple of weeks, but that excites me. New challenge. So very cool. Yeah. We just went through, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but our, our, uh, our company is going through a complete restructuring at the store level. Oh no, and, I didn't know that. Yeah. So they are cutting down the number of supervisors that are in the stores um, and adding a couple of key positions around that to to uh kind of try to streamline the management in the stores um but in the process um my position was uh eliminated so i interviewed for the other positions and was offered one um but in the process i decided to step down so i'm demoting as of the 17th and without a pay cut so i'm nice. taking my supervisor pay to a uh, position where I don't have the responsibilities and the the inane, stupid crap that we have to do every week that we don't like doing and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I can just come into work, do my job, and go home. And I'm really looking forward to that. So that is not what I'm picking for my what's delighting me today, but that is something that's delighting me. So, uh, so Christmas, Christmas was good. Um, Christmas ended up being the Christmas of coffee this year. <laughs> Not that I got coffee, but that I got a bunch of implements to do coffee or to, to around my coffee experience. Mm-hmm. So I, I had a uh, pour over coffee pot uh, on my Christmas list. And my sister bought me that for Christmas. And then, uh, and then on, uh, after we got back my my mom always gives us uh some cash for christmas and i got cash from my other my mother-in-law and you know i had some gift cards and stuff like that so i went on amazon and bought a gooseneck um water kettle to use Great with choice. That. Great and choice. i'm super happy with that i really wanted to get the fellows version but it to me it's way overpriced yeah it's expensive yeah. it was like 189 dollars for the fellow version and the I'm not sure how to pronounce the name, but it's uh, 
it looks like Plovier or Plovier, depending on if it's French or not, but um, <laughs> it's, Vierte. yeah. So, um, but I bought that version because it had a lot of good reviews on it. It was $109. So I saved myself 80 bucks. And it's and, one that you plug in and it heats it. Like you don't have to deal with the stove, right? Right. And, okay. and uh, it also will um, heat it to the exact temperature you want it as well and hold it there for two and a half up to two and a half hours oh wow so um so i can what what i was doing before with the french press was that i had a pot i had a regular like cheap uh, water kettle that i would boil my water in and i would boil the water and then as it was coming down off the boil i would wait until i didn't feel the boil anymore because i'd I'd done a little bit of research to see like at what point it kind of hit the temperature that i needed it at Mm -hmm. and then i would start pouring it into the um french press kind of giving it a little bit of swirl to get it mixed in and stuff and um but that one it was always kind of like i'm not really sure and then i had to stand there and wait for it to hit the boil so that i could pull it off and let it cool to the right you know and there was a lot of um yeah you got to do like some hand holding to get good coffee yeah yeah there's a lot of hand holding that i had to do with this to to get exactly what i wanted out of it so now this coffee pot will you know warm up the water to 205 degrees and just hold it there until i'm ready and then i'll come down you know I'll come down from getting dressed or whatever and grab my pot and pour pour over my coffee and drink and it's good i've been enjoying this a lot so I think that's what's delighting me the most right now. And as part of that, I decided every year Deathwish Coffee co- comes out with a new coffee mug. And last year I didn't care for their coffee mug too much, but I really like their coffee mug this year. It's what they call the urn. And it has <laughs> it has that kind of style to it. Yeah, it's got the right and shape. Then, and then it's got like kind of the blood red mm-hmm. color on the top, like it's kind of oozing down. And it's uh, kind of a blue um, kind of a bluish black on the bottom of it. And it's just a cool looking mug. So uh, I was about, uh, after shipping and everything is about $40 for the mug and it was good. I like it. So I have the 2020 version of the death wish mug. That's what they call the coffin, which if you've, if you've ever seen me drinking coffee on the show, that's usually what I'm drinking out of. So this is my new everyday mug. So super happy with that. Nice. I, uh, I have a quick story about my pour over. Yeah. May it rest in peace. Uh, what, what sort of, first of all, what sort of pour over device did you get? Was it like a Chemex style one or just one that sits on top of your mug, like the Hario V60s? Well, I don't know what a Chemex style one is. The big glass. It's, it's got a yeah, bowl. It's the glass. Spout. Yeah, it's oh, the glass with like the sphere with, uh, yeah. with the, so the Chemex top. style one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have one. It wasn't a Chemex branded one. It was, um, oh gosh. I had a, I have a Bodum. Yeah, mine was a Bodum. There we go. Thank you. I couldn't think of the name. Um, and when I got my espresso machine, I put that on my kitchen table next to my fridge, and I moved my pour over on top of my fridge to get it out of the way. And I was, uh, it was up there, and apparently the top of my fridge is slightly sloped, which I know now. I did not know then. Mm-hmm. And I was getting, I was actually getting ice out of the fridge to put in my pint glass so I could have uh, some cold brew. And when I shut the freezer, it was enough force to start the the um, the pour over sliding slightly, 
and it fell from the top of my fridge, which is like six feet tall to my kitchen floor, bounced off the ground, like a good two or three feet up, didn't break. And then when it came down the second time, shattered everywhere. Yeah. And it was like, it's like, like, and I remember like, I see it coming. I was like, no. And then it hit the ground and I was like, what? And then just shattered. Like everything came back to normal speed. You know, what have been hilarious if you would have just reached out and caught it on the bottom. That would have been amazing. But I was like, I was so stunned. Cause like, I was just like, it's done. And then it bounced and I was like, why don't know what's like, am I in the matrix? What's going on? So I, I don't have a pour over right now. Um, Still 20 bucks remedied. on Amazon, man. I can send you. Yeah, that. no, it, it's, it'll be remedied in the next, you know, coming, uh, I don't know, weeks. Because I don't really do pour overs a whole lot. So I might take my time and, you know, decide. So I, I think I've mentioned this on the show before. We, we have a Keurig that I use for my everyday coffee. So Monday through Friday, you know, that's how we make our coffee. We just throw it in the Keurig and make it a cup at a time. No big, no big deal. Um, on the weekends I get fiddly with my coffee, you know, cause I, I actually use different beans on the weekends than I use during the week. We use a cheaper coffee during the week just cause it's, I just need to wake up and leave. You know, it's not like cheap, cheap coffee. We're not drinking Maxwell house or anything, but, uh, <laughs> but it is a Sumatra, but it's the not Folgers, like, man. it's not like a real, yeah, don't, don't. Yeah. Not even, Green not Mountain, even the, baby. I won't even drink the good, good, uh, Folgers. Is that, is that a thing? Green, um, good, oh, good, good folders. Folders. Uh, but, uh, but it is a Sumatra. We get it at Aldi. It's not, you know, it's not a super high end thing, but it is a fair trade, um, Sumatra. Um, but, uh, but I've been getting a coffee from, uh, Costco l- lately from door County in Wisconsin here mm-hmm. that is, it's called death's door. Now I feel like the name is kind of you in your, in your morbid coffee stuff. I don't know. It's just a thing. Um, but I like dark coffee and it tends, they tend to have to put a, like a scary name on it to make it sound cool. Well, no, all just it is get French roast or Italian roast. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but it's what this is, is it's a blend of like Sumatra and, um, Costa Rican and I think Colombian, I'm not sure, but it's basically a blend that helps to kind of balance out the, the, the extreme flavors of all the different ones and it's a really good coffee and so i i've been buying that lately uh, from costco and that's my weekend coffee so so the reason i I, and i'm gonna ask a question to you after this Mm -hmm. little interlude here the reason i i'm not even sure i want to get another pour over is because i i do enjoy darker coffees and pour overs tend to bring out more of the bright acidic citrusy flavors and so it can whereas french press is great with with darker coffees because it, mm-hmm. it lends itself more towards those characteristics. And so I'm, I'm curious if you found with your pour over that the darker roast coffees taste considerably different when you do the pour over versus when you do them in the French press. A little. That's been my experience. Yeah. Um, I, the Sumatra that we've had, I've, I've uh, experimented with in the pour over and that comes out like really dark like it comes up really almost a little bitter um a little more so than if i if i and that stuff's a, a finer grind mm-hmm. than, than what i would put on it it's a drip grind um but the 
the grind that I, I use about a medium grind for, for my, the death store stuff that I, that I make. And that stuff comes out, I would say, yeah, it's just a sl- slightly punchier, but it's still, still has some of the qualities of the dark roast, but this coffee is kind of weird to, to gauge that against. <laughs> but, uh, cause quite oh, honestly, yeah, blend, blends are always different, right? Yeah, That's for sure. Cause like my experience working at the coffee shop, we had one blend and then everything else was single origin. Mm-hmm. Um, and the blend was good no matter what we did to it. Yeah. Because it was, it was called Bravissimo blend and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the single origin stuff, like if, if we did the Italian roast as a pour over, it tasted like hot garbage, but you did it as a French press and it was like oh, the nectar of the gods, mm-hmm. you know, but then like you do like the, central or south american beans as a pour over and it's like yes this is exactly what this bean was intended for like it brings out all of the brighter you know and that's not my style of coffee but it is for a lot of people and that's why pour overs have become so popular at coffee shops is because a lot of people like that style of you know that style of bean um but i think and that's that honestly that's usually not my jam either yeah no it's not and that's why i'm like i don't even know if i want to get a pour over because i used Mm -hmm. it like maybe three times this year it just sat there and looked pretty so I'm like, is I mean, it even worth the 20 bucks? But, but no. then I'm like, but if I have a friend's over, mm-hmm. that's an incredibly fast way to make three or four cups of coffee for them, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's like, hey, you know, what's 20 bucks? I, you know, I've been, I've been enjoying this, the, uh, this coffee out of the pour over. I should try with the, with the new kettle what it's what it tastes like coming out of the uh, french press but we'll see i love french presses they are glorious yeah it's just you get all the oils that you don't get when you use a paper filter it's wonderful yeah and it's super easy it is plunk dip boom mm-hmm. dip it right it's clean up the cinch like it's just it's a wonderful little machine so i have an aluminum um cast or aluminum cast uh um french press oh nice yeah so i like it i really like it but i'm missing one thing i always loved enjoying as you're plunging it down watching it change color (laughs) (laughs) because it it looks a little lighter until you start plunging it and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. it gets really dark as it's going through the grounds Uh, so does the aluminum one insulate it pretty well um for the most part i don't i with the pour over or the french press i don't leave them in the pots because uh because they get cold too quickly i don't yeah. i don't go through it fast enough so well, especially if it's glass i was just curious if like the aluminum one was yeah. like you know double no. insulated or whatever i throw it oh. right in right in my uh um oh shoot what's the company that makes these um hastings collectant i throw it right in here and uh and keep it warm so you can, you can see all my stickers on here Got a death wish coffee. And this has been coffee Eddie. chat. Yep. Snaps. <laughs> Sorry. With the cool cats. Yeah, man. So uh, since we're talking about coffee, I'm, I'll share this story too. So, we, and it, it actually goes back to when we were talking about the remote start earlier. Uh, I joked last year, I think when we first got this car that, it, that getting, getting into it was like, Oh, the only thing that's missing is the cup of coffee. Cause I got the jazz on the radio, the warm <laughs> hug of the, uh, the warm car coming out of the cold. And so <laughs> recently I started taking a, a little thing of coffee with me 
that uh, that I drink on the drive home from work. <laughs> so so it's like now I have it complete. I have the jazz mm-hmm. on the radio. I've got the warm and I've got the coffee and it's good. So I baby myself. <laughs> well, and apparently I poured coffee all over my my phone. What was sitting on the desk? Better that than the key computer. No, that's true. It didn't hurt anything. It stayed on the glass. But anyway, all right. Well, uh, good luck to your lions tomorrow. (laughs) Why would you even waste words like that? (laughs) (laughs) Why? (laughs) Words are cheap. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, I've I once Michigan got embarrassed in the college football playoff by Georgia. I was like, all right, well, football's done for me until uh, the end of August. So let's just move on with life, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, you don't even want to root along with me. No, dude, the Packers are gross. It's just, I can't. Why? Okay. Why, Why would I root for a team? I don't like and have never liked. Why do you not like them? Cause they're always better than us. And they well, not only have they been to a Super Bowl, which the Lions have never been to in the existence of the Super Bowl, the Detroit Lions have never participated. Okay. So you guys have many times have won multiple times and Aaron Rodgers has thrown multiple game winning touchdowns in obscene scenarios that that Hail Mary he threw like eight years ago or whatever it was. As I've told you this before, as soon as he left his hand, I got up and walked out of the room. Cause I was like, all right, they win. Like I literally walked out of the room and didn't even watch the end of the game. Cause I was like, all right, we're done. It's it. He's going to, it's like a 70 yard Hail Mary in the air. And you guys, it was like, mm, I can't do it. I just can't, Mitch. Yeah, I can't. I can't root for a team that wins. Dang it! No, not well. It's it's not just that. So the other thing too is like my sorry, my high man, school. Me my high school colors were Packers colors. Yeah, which was you know irony. It would have been worse if we were Bears colors. Um, but so yeah, I have this. I have this green and gold Letterman's jacket buried somewhere, and every time I see it, I'm like, oh, Packers, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. It's just like a impulse now i like watching good teams play like i aaron Rodgers is incredible has had an amazing career mm-hmm. you know questionable choices here and there um but very good quarterback and they've had a ton of really like i still remember i'm on green running all over us when i was like they've had incredible running backs and linebackers and charles woodson who will you know michigan hall of famer had an incredible career with the packers mm-hmm. uh partly uh you know he's on other teams as well but like he had a great run um, they won the Super Bowl when he was there. Um, so it's not like I don't appreciate the legacy and how good they are. I just don't want to root for him because I have too many memories of them just dunking on the Lions repeatedly. <laughs> Same reason I won't root for the Vikings or the Bears. It's just divisional rivals. Like, gross. They're all nasty. I don't like them. Right on. Right on. But I also oh, generally don't enjoy the NFL as much as I enjoy college football. And so yeah. that again is my, and that's what you know, we've had this discussion as well. I mm-hmm. prefer college sports more than I prefer pro sports. And that's just, for me, that's just, I like it better. Yeah. And I, and I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I, you know, this is probably like you trying to convince me to root for the bears or the Vikings. Yeah. You why know? would you I do just, it? You would never do it. So, so I will, I'll tell you, I have a general rule when it comes to um, playoffs. 
if the Packers don't make the playoffs, I stick with my division. See, so, I don't understand that. Yeah, because it's because it's still the NFC North. You right, know? but I don't like any teams in the NFC North that even, aren't the Lions. Even for, even for as much as the Vikings, like, the Vikings have a – I have a personal issue with the Vikings. I lived up in the Twin Cities for six years, and, like, I got harassed so bad by the fans up there uh, because I was a Packer fan to, to the point where, like, I just wouldn't talk about football ever until, mm-hmm. like, the week after the Packers beat the Vikings – like that's when I would pull out my Packer shirts and stuff like that. Cause that was the one week I didn't get harassed for being a Packer fan, you know? So, so that, so basically, and I had somebody call me on that. What are you trying to rub it in? I was like, no, <laughs> it's like, this is the one time I don't get yelled. I don't get yelled at or told that the Packers suck or something like that because you get yelled just like, don't talk about it the week after you lose to us. So, uh, so I have I have that a little bit a little bit of angst, but I'll tell you something. If the Vikings went to the Super Bowl, I'd I'd root for them because the they're get to the Super Bowl and the world's about to end. <laughs> no, so you like know, it's just like, like for me, it's like you know, oh, we got to root for the Big Ten teams in the bowl games. We got to root for the Big Ten teams in the, the NCAA tournament. No, I don't. I'm not a Big Ten fan. I'm a Michigan fan. I want Michigan State to get obliterated. I want Wisconsin to lose. I want Minnesota to lose. I want Indiana. I want all of the other teams to lose. I don't like them. And so maybe I'm in the wrong here because I think by far your view is the majority view. Root for the conference, root for the division, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. It's, if, it, I could, if I could watch Ohio State lose every single game, I would watch them lose every single game and enjoy it in a very sadistic way. So maybe I'm the broken one here. Now that that just came out of my mouth, <laughs> like I don't get it. I just and, and it's yeah. you know. Well, I mean, so. I mean, it comes down to to individual preference. I, I'm I'm not trying to say anything per particular about you. It's just to me, like that's to me, divisional rivalries have a friendliness to them. Like, you know, eh, you guys, you know, it, it, give them a you think Aaron Rodgers feels that way about the bears. When he, when he tells them that he effing owns them, his whole effing career, <laughs> I effing own you. Yeah. Yeah. That well, sounds friendly. Cause effing doesn't mean friendly. I friendly own you my whole friendly career. I friendly own you. So, so yeah, you know, there, there's that, but I think as from a fan standpoint, like I try not to harbor that bitterness against our, our rivals. You know, the Met Bears fans, right? I've met Bears fans. They're not as bad as Vikings fans. I'm just going to tell you that. That's um, that's a sad statement for okay, Vikings fans. So, so maybe this comes down to this. You know, you you root for a team that's relatively successful, um, that's that's done well for for a lot of years, and is one of you know, and maybe it comes down to the fact that that, like. I can tell you're really trying not to be pompous about this. I appreciate that. (laughs) Well, what it is, is I I almost, I'm trying to, to think to myself, does it almost come off condescending to say we've had success? We, we were good. We have usually have a pretty good team. And yeah, if the Vikings were playing tomorrow against the Packers and there was something on the line, dude, I would be rooting against the Vikings all day long. Most of the season. I'm rooting against the Vikings. I'm rooting against the bears, but it's because it helps the Packers when they lose. 
And so it, it's, a it's just the competitiveness of, of that situation. When, it, when the Packers are out and can't do anymore, it's like, I don't have, I don't have the feeling of a, all right, let's go guys. You know, you guys really did a good job. You, you're, you're going to make it, you're going to make something. It's not, that's not the idea. And, and I, I'm afraid that almost comes off that way that, uh, that we're like the, you know, the successful one that's like, well, you know, if we can't have success, you know, we'll, we'll give you an opportunity. Um, it's more of just, I guess maybe it's kind of the being on the top of the mountain, you, you know, you say, okay, well, um, since I'm not on the top of the mountain this year, I'm going to choose somebody to root for that, that I can stand behind for some kind of, uh, like for a reason, you know, and to me, the reason is that they're from our, from our conference. They're, they're like, I just grew up with this, uh, this feeling that, the teams you root for are the ones that are from your hometown or your home area, your, your, you know, and it kind of extends into your division. And because <clears throat> when your division has success, everybody has success or whatever, but, but that's uh, but it, but it brings it like if the Vikings were to win the Super Bowl, um, it brings, it brings that to our division, you know, and, and so now we have our, you know, and it would be hard for me too, because it, the, uh, well, Packers suck, you know, it's, well, you know, good job guys. You know, I pre- you know, you guys had a great year last year. I ain't, ain't going to happen this year, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but that's just the, like kind of the feeling that I have about that. And does it bother me if the, you know, the Vikings were to, uh, end up in the playoffs and not the Packers, uh, certainly would bother me, but, uh, but I feel like the, I'm I'm really trying not to sound condescending, but um I think it's the right thing to do in in my opinion, but you know, I'm not going to say that you're a bad person. You know, you just, <laughs> but <laughs> you just you have a different opinion than I do. So, I'll just leave it at that. Fair enough. Also, today's Michigan Michigan State basketball game got canceled cuz Michigan players have too much covid. So, mm. That that so, saved us an embarrassment. So what happened with, with Michigan football? Uh, we destroyed Ohio State, and then we beat Iowa forty-two to three in the Big Ten championship game, and we were riding mm-hmm. high, looking mm-hmm. good, whooping up on good teams, feeling great. Not ranked number two in the college football playoff. Pulled Georgia in the first semifinal or the second semifinal, but like uh, you know our first. We were the first ever team to start the season unranked and make the college football playoff. Never happened before. Mm-hmm. And uh, turns out, uh, Georgia's as good as everyone thought they were. They're an NFL team, and they beat us thirty-four to eleven. And it wasn't even that close. I turned the game off in the third quarter because I was yeah. so mad. It, our head coach voted coach of the year. Our offensive coordinator, Broyles Award winner for the best associate or assistant coach in the country. Our offensive line, best offensive line in the country, won the award. Guess what our offensive line couldn't do against Georgia? Anything. They could not block a four-year-old child in that game. It was embarrassing. They got handled. Our two top five, top 10 NFL draft picks, our two defensive ends that are ranked number one and number three in that category, not a single sack that I saw. Again, I turned it off. Not even barely a quarterback pressure. It was 
a thorough and comprehensive butt kicking. Right on. And now we're stuck with Alabama versus Georgia in the national. Ew. Maybe it already happened. I don't even know. Maybe it's tonight or tomorrow. I don't care. I'm not watching. I don't know. Sock to organize. Mm-hmm. More important. But hey, 12 wins, and we won our first Big Ten title in like forever. And we made the f- football playoff, and we beat Ohio State. So overall. Hey, you got nothing to be ashamed of. No, no. A great season. Incredible mm-hmm. season. We just ended it very badly. <laughs> but, you know, if you're going to go out, why not get why not get blown out, right? That's a so, good way to do it. I'm going to assume you didn't watch the Packers Vikings game last week. No. Okay. The um I've watched like 5 minutes of NFL this season. You're you're explaining how uh how Michigan couldn't do anything against uh Georgia. Uh-huh. Uh that's the that's really what the Packers Vikings game looked like last week. Those Vikings, I felt sorry for them after a while. So it's like, man, you guys are getting, this looked terrible. I mean, they pulled it together a little bit in the second half, but it was, it wasn't even that the Packers were whooping them up. It was that they were, they were beating themselves. It was almost uh, kind of embarrassing. But That's not fun when that happens. No, I always hate feeling bad for the uh, opposing team. I, well, I you like, shouldn't like feel a, bad. They're all making a bajillion dollars. Well, most I, of them. Well, I, I like a good competitive game, and when you're you're looking at them, going, "Oh man, you guys just can't get it together today." It's like it, everybody knows they're a better team than that. You know, they're they're not a bad team, but uh, but man, the way they were playing last week, it just I, I felt a little sorry for them because like, man, you should totally be in this game more than you are, and yeah, so. It happens. But anyway. I'll throw one of those in there for you. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sad trombone for the win. Yep. Oh, was there something else? Oh, um, so I was talking to the wife this morning and uh I was gonna throw this at you a little bit. I for twenty twenty two, I've been thinking about um making some minor changes to the podcast um one of those minor changes would be trying to be a little bit more topical and less a little bit less tech um we do we do a lot of tech and uh and i think um we could get away from doing a little i'm not saying eliminate it you know we could still do like talk about the events and do stuff like that but coming up with stuff on the off weeks where we're not concentrating 100% on technology but maybe a little bit we could mix in some interesting topics and I don't have any real good ideas at this point but um but I've been listening I've been varying my my podcast listening a little bit recently and I'm thinking you know there's some really um interesting topics we could be talking about that uh like not news items or anything like that but just some interesting like you know talking about our opinions about stuff and talking about current things that are going on with us and stuff like that 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 could be um ripe for an interesting show so sure yeah i've been listening to more merlin that's uh that's been my problem <laughs> so <laughs> Does that mean one of us has to be slightly on the edge of psychosis at all times? Well, we can certainly do this without that. But 
Um, I, I mean, have you really thought about sporks? Like what they're really about? <laughs> it's not that bad, but, yeah. uh, I've been listening to a little bit more, uh, reconcilable differences lately and how they can get a two hour show out of some of the stuff that they talk about is, is just crazy to me. But, uh, but I, I will never not enjoy hearing John Syracuse talk about these, these like totally little trivial things that that he cares about that uh that are just like his and and the journey i think we listened to like almost an hour hour and a half of him explaining how he thought his freezer was broken and then he bought a new freezer and then he uh and then he found out that the old freezer miraculously fixed itself and and I ate every bit of that up. It was such an interesting conversation and I've heard the story before. So it was, it was good. It was a, it was a fun, fun uh, show to listen to. I was really looking forward. He, he teased that they were going to talk about his, his, uh, um, picking out a Christmas tree this year. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I apparently oh, that, didn't, that, that didn't go the way that they intended or they thought it was going to go. So I can't even imagine, John but I was so looking forward to, to that Christmas episode. tree. Yeah. It would take him three days. We we like uh, in our household. We we like a good neurosis. <laughs> um, people people in a little being a little bit neurotic. Yeah, fair enough. So it's good. Well, cool. We should wrap up this show. Uh, we've been we've been going for a while. So, all right. Well, we will be back here in a couple of weeks. Um, unless something pops up, but I don't know of anything that's going to pop up. What would that be? Today's the eighth, so uh, add four. Winter solstice. That. No, that was December. Yeah, no, we're good. No, we should be good. I don't have to do any pagan, you know, sacrifices. So I, I wouldn't. Here. I would hope not. So <laughs> anyway, so uh, we'll we'll be back in a couple of weeks, and uh, if uh, you would like to know more about us and get get our back catalog of shows uh check us out at innerdialogue.show uh you can also hit me up uh i've got my website at mitchcraig.online uh, you can find all my socials there and uh, i'm not post i haven't posted a whole lot up there recently uh but you can at least get uh, connected to some of my stuff there as well um cam where can people find you cambrennan.com all right it's just that simple mitch craig online and cambrennan.com yep so man if i had 350 dollars, i'd be at mitch sucks <laughs> <laughs> but i do not have 350 dollars a year to pay for that domain so that's so good that was hilarious that's from a few episodes back if uh if y'all are just joining us so that sucks that sucks so all right man have a good week you too Good luck with your new job. Thanks. All right.